Hey guys, welcome to the Moments of Joy podcast. My name is Camille Joy and I'm your host. Welcome, welcome, welcome. If this is your first time, thank you so much. And I guarantee that you will not regret coming on this platform. Um, I want to invite you to go back into the archive and listen to some of my favorite episodes. One of my favorite guests, we have Deani Edwards. You can go check out her interview. Um, I really love Sana Latrice. You can check out her interview, Margaret Green, Veronica Moses. We have interviewed some powerful women, um, Shakira Newton-Levy. Um, so go ahead back and enjoy those episodes. Also, we have mommy episodes available. Um, Dear Mommy, if you're a mom, check out one of those episodes for all the first-time guests today is episode 50. So you have 50 shows that you can go browse and enjoy. So welcome to the show. So all of my MVP listeners. Hey guys, (laughs) we made it to episode 50. And I know that some of you have listened to every single episode. Thank you guys. You guys are ride or die and you have rocked it out with me. So I celebrate you too. We reached a monument today. Um, So I thank you for being consistent. I love you guys. Um, And continue to share the show. We are going to continue to have some great topics to talk about and some great guests that will be on this show. Today I have with us um, a woman named Ebony Canyon. She is from Ohio. And she has an amazing story of survival. And she's going to share her story here on this show today. All right, guys. I don't want to prolong. Let's get right into the episode. Welcome to the show. Let's go. I need the joy. Good morning, Miss Ebony Canyon. How are you? Good morning. I'm blessed with you. Good, good. Thank you so much for um, being a guest today on the Moments of Joy podcast. I thank you so much for having me and giving me the opportunity to share my testimony. You are so welcome. Miss Ebony has the most powerful testimony that I have seen in a long time. And today she's coming all the way from Ohio to share that story with you, wherever you are around the world. Um, So I'm excited. Um, I found Miss Ebony on the World Wide Web on Instagram. (laughs) And, um, And I'm grateful to to get to know her and to get to hear from her today. All right. So we're just going to start where I have all the guests start out in your childhood. Can you tell us just a little bit about um, how you grew up and where you grew up and um, what was your childhood like? Um, Well, I I grew up in Cleveland, Ohio. Uh, My mom and my dad uh, were actually separated at, at a young age, probably at the age of like seven, they were separated. Um, I have uh, one brother and three sisters. 
um, at the age of, of nine, uh, my innocence was actually uh, stolen by a friend, a family friend. Um, I was molested. Um, at that time, you know, of course, at nine years old, you don't have a, a clue what, what's going on. But you have your, you know, your molesters telling you that if you tell someone, then they're not going to believe you. They're going to blame you. So, you know, right off the beginning, I had to find some type of strength, unbeknownst to myself, a nine-year-old, some type of strength to get through, you know, the situation that I was going through. Um, I never ended up telling anyone about my molestation until I actually was 23 years old. Mm-hmm. Um, but the sad thing about that is even after being molested at the age of 14, I was raped. Mm-hmm. So, you know, right then and there, you know, I've, I've had a you know a crazy childhood and, and teenage years um, due to being molested and being raped. I ended up being promiscuous. You know, I ended up thinking that men thought that, you know, only, the only thing I could give men was my body because that's all I saw, you know, growing up. Um, but praise the Lord, I, I ended up meeting, unbeknownst to me, my husband. Um, I met him at the age of uh, 15, 16. And, um, we ended up having three children out of that out of that million. Um, but the at the age of twenty two, he ended up getting in a car accident and he died. Wow. And um, yes, he he died and I found out I was pregnant with our third child, my daughter, a week after the funeral. Mm. So he didn't know, I didn't know, but it was a, she was a blessing. You know, God always has some type of way to send you something. In the midst of what you're going through, we have some type of way to send you something, or in this case, somebody to help you, you know, to help you through. Um, But my testimony doesn't even end there. Um, Maybe about uh, four years later, I was, no, no, I want to say four years, that's a little too long, maybe about two years later, Mm -hmm. looking for love in all the wrong places. You know, you try to fill that void when you lose someone. And I didn't know that nobody could fill that void but God. Um, but I ended up looking for love in all the wrong places and I ended up in a domestic violence relationship mm-hmm. and, um, I ended up having a child with this guy. Um, but the thing is with that, I, I didn't leave myself. It took for him to go out of town in order for him, for, for the relationship to end. But mm-hmm. even with that situation, I was blessed to have a, um, a child out of that union. So that was a blessing. So how um, old were you? When you um, were with him? I was uh, 20, 25, 24, okay. 25 years old. And then right. that, so I that became your fourth child? Yes, that was my okay. fourth child. Awesome. Okay. And I was blessed with, um, so I have four, well, I, we'll get to that. But mm-hmm. four beautiful children. And um, I'm raising them on my own because, like I said, he ended up moving out of town. Mm-hmm. But I was, you know, I still had my four children. Um, but 2012, it was my 35th birthday. Well, it was June 3rd. And I'm sorry, June 30th, 2012. My birthday is July 3rd. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was out with friends. Um, I saw my sister and a couple cousins. And uh, we ended up going back to my sister's house uh, maybe about 2 o'clock in the morning. Um, there was a car in the driveway. We weren't expecting anybody at that, at that time. You know, we're ready to, you know, to go in because it's gotten late. Um, but we asked the car to get out of the driveway. Uh, my cousin blew the horn and refused to get out of the driveway. Um, so my grandmother just so happens to live a couple of doors down. So we ended up parking down at her house and walking down. Now, as we're walking down, I something came across me because I really didn't even want to go out that night. But my daughter, you know, she convinced me to go out. 
Um, but as they're walking out, somebody said, this is the exact reason why you didn't want to, you know, go out. Mm-hmm. But I know I now tell people that, you know, when your instinct kicks in and it tell you, tells you don't do something, don't do it. You know, because that was, for me, that was God speaking to me. But uh, we ended up getting down to the driveway. And um, my sister realized that she had knew one of the females in the car. Mm-hmm. The words were exchanged, and um, they were finally they finally got the driveway, and they didn't leave the street. They ended up backing into a driveway directly across the street from the house. Mm-hmm. Um, they got out of the car. Uh, I, I ended up, you know, just trying to tell people, you know, I'll be 35 years old Monday. My children are at home. Let's just leave everything alone. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the females decided she wanted to fight, so she ended up hitting me. Um, I defended myself, mm-hmm. and um, a fight broke out between us and, you know, the other females. Mm-hmm. My nephew ended up coming out of the house, uh, breaking up the fight, and, you know, things were over with, and I'm standing across the street from where the car is at, and they ended up, I see, I see the uh, headlights come on, the car start, and I'm thinking, you know, they're leaving, because, you know, everything's over with. Right. And, um, they, they did leave, but they ended up taking me with them. They ended up hitting me head on. Dragging me up under the car for almost 200 feet uh, while my family chased the car. They said the car was barely going, you know, because my body was stopped in the car. Mm. Um, But once they turned the corner, my body was released from up under the car. Mm. And um, I ended up in the hospital. Well, uh, let me tell you this. I wasn't expected to live first off, Mm. uh, but I ended up in the hospital um, for four months. I was in a coma for almost two months. Um, I had several life-threatening injuries. Just to give your listeners an idea of how far I come and how good God is. Yes. Um, I had eight broken ribs, a dislocated spine, a broken leg, fractured jaw, fractured shoulder. My tongue was nearly severed. Uh, mm. My entire back was straight from being dragged. Four missing teeth, uh, collapsed lung, blood on my brain. <laughs> but, you know, they were calling me out, but God counted me in. Mm. When I first came out of the coma, I couldn't even feel from my neck down, but now I'm walking with the aid of mm-hmm. a cane and leg braces. So I always tell people, I don't care, you know, what God, what anybody else is doing, God, God has to let last thing. God, mm-hmm. if God counts you in, can nobody count you out. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm blessed, you know, and, and God counted me in. I've been able to share my story uh, with so many people and even write a book. But even in the, in the midst of that, that, is, that isn't even the end of my testimony. Mm-hmm. And I laugh because it's because God is so good. You know, even in the midst of my pain, I'm able to smile. Yeah. Um, but last year, uh, July 11th, my son was murdered. My 20-year-old son was murdered. Wow. So, you know, yeah, so. Wow. Um, my, right now, I'm, I'm, I'm making it. Some days are great. Some days are okay. Some days are absolutely terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm blessed, and I'm trying to use myself to possibly help another mom who's lost a child. But there's so many things inside of me you know, that I want to do. I'm, I'm always the person that always wants to help someone. So mm-hmm. it's like, you know, what are you going to do with this pain, Ebony? So it's like, there's a mom who can't go on right now, and I need to reach out to her and tell her it's going to be okay. We rely on God. You're going to always miss your child, absolutely, because it's only been a year for me. Yeah. But I, I know God is with me, even in the midst of, of this loss. God mm-hmm. is with me. That is amazing. My goodness. Um, can we go back to your recovery uh, for a little while, for a second, and Absolutely. tell us how how long was that recovery, and and how was it? I know you mentioned 
coming out of the coma, but um, what 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 were the steps to where you are right now? Oh uh, well, the thing is that I my I said from the beginning, you know, it was hard because you go from being independent, you go from raising your children on your own, and now you need somebody to basically help raise you because I had to learn how to walk, talk, eat, everything again on my own. And right now, you know, like I said, I'm still not walking on my own, but mm-hmm. everything had to be, you know, done for me. So it was kind of life changing, and those were detrimental. And then I'm scarred from head to toe. So you know, I have children. And it's like, you know, what are her their friends going to think? What are their, you know what I'm saying? But I learned how to accept my scars and mm-hmm. love myself and, and take my testimony and just help someone else. Mm-hmm. But um, back to my therapy, my therapy was actually canceled because of my insurance wouldn't pay for it anymore. Wow. But my children stepped up and they ended up helping me walk again. There's actually a video, a viral video of my 11-year-old son mm-hmm. teaching me how to walk again. Wow. That's amazing. When our children just step in and and um, take care of us, you know, when we can't take care of ourselves. That's that's beautiful. Wow. Yes. Absolutely. And so um your story is just totally uh a whole blueprint of how um you you can still stand. Like wow! Yeah. After all of that, after all of that, yeah. rape, domestic violence, yeah. um, you know, losing your husband, um, this accident, and then losing your child, and then you have the audacity to come tell somebody that God <laughs> is <laughs> that God you. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. There was a point where I was mad at God, but how can you be mad at somebody you need? Right. You know, it's like I can't. I can't get through this without without you. Let me get it together. Remember who my father is, and remember who holds me up, who gives me strength, who's going to give me peace beyond understanding. You know, so I I fell back to him. Like, come on, God, we gotta we gotta do this together. I can't do it without you. Mm-hmm. And that's and that's a powerful statement because, of course, we know you know there's there's probably somebody listening that doesn't really have that um, relationship with God uh, where they even know how to talk to Him yet, and you know they might see their pain and and not understand why God brought them through that or you know allowed them to feel that. Absolutely, absolutely, and that's what I would would love to speak to your listeners for a second just to give them a a, a message. Something that's just on my heart that I just want to, you know, just say to them, um, you've heard everything I've been through. I'll say that you heard everything I've been through. Um, There's something in my testimony that might be in your testimony or in your struggles, in your journey, whatever it may be, because maybe you're not, you're not all, you're mid-sex, midpoint of of your, you know, your struggle or whatever. But I want to tell you that you are not alone. There's somebody else who has been through what you've been through. You are not alone. Um, Even with that, Beyond someone else being going through what you've been through, God is with you. You are absolutely not alone. Um, just to speak to someone who's been molested, um, it's not your fault. Rape, it's not your fault. I want to let you know it's not your fault. Um, someone who may have wanted to speak out about it, go ahead and speak out about it. You know, maybe you'll be judged, but who cares? Maybe you'll help someone. So you have to look at it, you know, both ways. Um, maybe for my, my woman who doesn't want to accept something about themselves. I've accepted my scars. I've accepted my cane. I've accepted my leg braces. And I want you to know that you are beautiful. Someone will love you. 
You got to love yourself first. That's the key. And remember that God loves you. Um, maybe to the parent who's lost their child. Um, I just want to tell you that um, I don't want to use the words, it'll, it'll be okay, because it's going to always hurt. Um, but I want you to know that you'll get through it. And if you pray and you ask God for peace and just to be able to continue your life and live the best life that you can and, you know, continue on for your child, that, that you'll be okay. Keep your faith and, and just hold on to God because he's always there. Mm-hmm. Wow. Thank you so much. You know, as you were talking, I, I see that you are so bold about speaking about what you have been through. So I wanted to ask you, how did, how did you overcome the shame um, that you may have felt as far as it relates to your story, even with being molested and being raped? I know you said that you didn't share right away. So how, how did you deal with that shame and in, in, in then find yourself able to share? Uh, well, uh, from, from a young age, the shame came from me. Well, I, I used my shame and I started to be promiscuous. So from a young age, I took the negative route. I always say that you can either fall back from it or you can either fall forward from it. Um, so right now, from the shame, I've taken that and I fall forward from it. And I convinced myself that, you know, it's, it's not your fault. You know, like I was telling you, listen, it's, it's just not your fault. And there's somebody that you can help if you just come out and tell. And the crazy thing is that after I did come out and tell what happened with me to my mom at 23 years old, my sister then came wow. forward and said it happened to me by the same person. Wow. So we were both walking around with this shame and this guilt for years, not even knowing that the other one had been molested as well. Wow. That's powerful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. And I, and I really believe that's going to help somebody because not a, a lot of times we don't share our stories because it's uncomfortable. Um, you know, right. whatever it is, it's hard true and it's uncomfortable to say that this happened to me a lot of people get a negative response um you know i've had people come on and say you know their moms didn't believe them and so you hear that and people get scared and nervous to share their story right right yes they do so today you have written your book and um can you just talk to us a little bit about your book? Um, how did you, even after all that, then get the strength to write? You know, writing a book and then getting it published, that's a lot of work. Yeah, it's, that's, it, it was a blessing. Um, the crazy thing is, is that I ran into, I wasn't even thinking about a book. You know, to be honest with you, I wasn't even thinking about a book. I didn't know what I was going to do with my story. I just ended up starting off with the Instagram page. Okay. And... I, I I was in the hospital and something said, I, I'm not going to say something, I'm going to say God said, mm-hmm. that, you know, <laughs> I want you to share, because my, my cousins had took a picture of me when I was in a coma, and I heard, I want you to share these pictures, and I want you to show people that this is not where you're going to stay at, and I ended up sharing my pictures with me in the, um, in the coma, and it started off with just family and friends on that page, and it ended up blowing up and, you know, just going crazy, and I ended up just sharing my journey for me being in the hospital and learning how to walk again and everything. I just ended up sharing that journey. Um, but Azarel reached out to me on one of my um, posts and said that she would love to have me write a book on my story. Mm-hmm. So that's what that came about. Like I had no idea. That, I wasn't even thinking about that, but wow. that's what that idea came about. Mm-hmm. Wow. And then you wrote a book. 
you have other yes. coming up um, with your story. Yes, they'll be turning uh, my book Left for Dead into a movie. So, yeah. you know, everybody doesn't read. So someone's going to, you know, watch this movie and they'll be blessed and inspired. And hopefully they might not even be a non-believer that, you know, runs to God after seeing it. So I'm just happy that God's going to get the glory on another platform. Yes, absolutely. Wow. Wow. I know that this is going to encourage someone and um, I can think in my own personal life that I have a friend whose mom is in the hospital right now and she's believing God for her mom. And I know that she's going to be encouraged listening to your story. That's awesome. That's awesome. I would like to just say to them, um, no matter what you see right now, no matter what you see, do not think that that's the end. It's not over. It's, it can always be a better day. It can always be a better situation. You just have to, like, really hold on strong to your faith. Like, it's just so important. Your faith in God is just so important to get through so many things that life may bring you. You know, if I didn't know God, I, I can't imagine where I would be, you know, after everything that I, I went through. So I just want to just tell your friends just to just hold on to God and believe that he has the last day so anything is possible with him. Absolutely. It really is because I, I saw your pictures and you, you, from the looks of it, you were done. Yeah. Oh, God yeah. Said, no, no, you're not. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Like, I even, I had to talk with my kids about, um, you know, what were you thinking when I was, you know, in the coma and my, my older son said that you were going to die. You know, everybody thought that, that it was over for me, but I woke up. <laughs> yeah, wow. I mean, because your face was really unrecognizable, you know, and how you uh -huh. were being dragged like that. Right. Yeah. Uh-huh. And laying there for months. But, wow, you just popped your eyes open one day. Yeah, that's amazing. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. God is good. He wasn't done with me yet. Yes, absolutely. Well, I want to thank you for coming on the show today. Um, before we wrap up, is there anything else that you would like to um, share with the listeners? Um, I just want to tell them, um, once again, just to hold on to your faith and, and trust God and know that anything is possible with him and that um, everything's going to be okay. It may not seem like it is. Everything is going to be okay. Sometimes you get knocked down and but you always get back up. You best believe that you got to find it upon yourself to get back up. You have to find that fight and that strength within yourself to get back up because we all have it. Sometimes we, we, everybody gets weak, but not everybody will gain that strength, but you have to know that you do have that strength to get yourself back up and to keep on pushing, keep on pushing it and live life to the fullest and make memories with, with your family and, you know, your friends or whatever the case may be, make memories and just hold on to your loved ones. Thank you so much, Ebony. Um, I know that this is going to bless whoever listens to it. And we will talk soon. Thank you so much for joining me today. Absolutely. And thank you for having me. You're welcome. Thank you. Talk to you soon. Thank you. Bye-bye. What an amazing story of redemption. What an amazing story of healing. I just wanted to come um, back on just really quick and just encourage you guys, even after this testimony. And I usually end it but in my show, but I wanted to just spend a little bit more time with you guys to just reflect on 
um, this story because there were so many levels of it. Um, you know, just as she shared her childhood, as she shared her, you know, getting married in her adult life and losing her husband. Then she shared she got into a relationship that was full of domestic violence. And then she shared she got into this car accident and almost died two months in a coma. I'm going to share those pictures on the podcast Instagram page. If you aren't following, follow us at the Moments of Joy podcast and then losing her son last year. I think that no matter where you are in life and no matter what troubles you are facing today, that this story helps us to know that it is not going to take us out, that it does not have the power to take us out. It does not have the power to kill us, that we can rise above any situation that hits us. Anything that happens in our lives, we can gain the strength to rise above, that God is with us. He is a restorer. He is um, a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. So continue to seek him, continue to talk to him. If you don't know how to pray, guys, you know, I realize everybody listening is not churchy. Everybody listening may not, you know, we're all at different levels of our relationship with Christ. But I always used to tell the children that I worked with, you know, just like you pick up the phone and you call your mom or you pick up your phone and you call your friends. That's how you can talk to the Lord. He, he's not so high that we have to always come with fancy words. No, that's that's church. You know, we can come to him as little children and, you know, and speak to our God, our father. He's he's our father, our um, our everything. And he desires for us to come to him. So don't feel intimidated when we talk about prayer if, if you don't really know how to pray. And then after a while, you know, you know how you, your mom might call your name. Hey, in my instance, my name was Camille. Hey, Camille. If my mom calls my name, I'm going to know that's my mom. If my husband says, Camille or babe, come here. I know who's calling me. After a while, when you begin to talk to the Lord and converse with him, you'll know his voice. It'll be awakened in you and you will, uh, you will know that that was God speaking to you. Um, so continue to converse and continue to have a dialogue with him. I understand that this is new to some people, you know, as we talk about him talking to us and him, you know, and us talking to him. But I really want to encourage that today. Relationship over religion, you know, you know, relationship over religion. It's not enough to just say, yeah, I believe, but I encourage you today to have a relationship because that's what will save your life. That's what will bring you through. That's what will help you in, in any kind of time that you had a need. You know, any, sometimes many people will never face any of the topics that she spoke about today. But whatever it is that brings you grief, whatever it is that brings you tears, whatever it is that stresses you out, put it before the Lord. You know, it's not something too big or too small that he won't help you to go through it or he won't deal with it. 
You know, another thing that we hear a lot of times is that I I don't want to bother God with that. I don't, you know, he's so busy. I don't want to bring that to him. No, that's foolish. The devil is a liar. As I stated, he is your father. You bring, cast your cares upon him. That's what the word says for you to do. Um, And also dive into the Bible. I, I use the Life Application Study Bible. And for me, I use the NLT version because I believe that it breaks it down very plainly. You know, sometimes, you know, we get lost in King James, King James Version, but I, I like the New Living Translation. And as I was just looking at my Bible this morning, it's called Life Application Study Bible. Every answer that you need to life is in that book. Application, he's given us things that he wants us to apply to our everyday life um and um this week I was talking to one of my sons and he was he was having a meltdown he you know wanted to play basketball um every single day of his life and he's like I don't know what I'm gonna do with my life just just off of this one moment and one day that he couldn't go and I was like child his favorite scripture is Jeremiah 29 and 11. And it says, for I know the plans I have for you, plans to prosper you and not harm you, plans to give you a great future and a hope. And I said, you know, babe, you have to live that scripture now. You're always saying that's your favorite scripture. You got it up on your Instagram. Um, It's time for you to live it. It's time for you to trust. And that same that same advice goes for all of us. We it's time for us to trust in the Lord and know that He has our future in His hands and to just give it all over to Him, you know, not to stress ourselves out about the future and just know that as we yield to God, as we yield to God. As we yield to God, he has great plans for us. The yielding, it takes a choice. You know, when you're driving and you see a sign that says yield, you have to move on over into the traffic. You have to yield. And so God is just saying to yield. Come on over. Come on over and go with the flow. You know, um, I shared last week that I in my personal life was praying for direction. Um, and I was praying with one of my friends and, and through in that prayer, the Lord said, you know, stop, stop praying for which way you should go left or right. Just flow in my rivers, just flow, just flow because that way I'm in control and you trust in me. Guys, I pray that you are encouraged today uh, by this episode If you are not following us on Instagram, follow us at the Moments of Joy podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, leave us a written review on um, the Apple forum. That seems to be the only one that you can really leave a written review on, but the written reviews are very important. If you have a favorite episode, you can write it in the written review. And um, that's it for this week, guys. Also, if you have not purchased your book, my book, if you have not purchased your copy of my book, (laughs) you can do so also at 
www.camille-joy.com slash slash shop and I will post a link to that in the description of the show guys well thank you for listening and always remember that you have the option to choose joy okay I'll catch you guys next week bye bye